Hey, welcome to Chaotic Neutral. On this week's episode, we do talk about Bruno because it's the Encanto episode. <laughs> we do talk about him a little bit. A tad. We love Bruno. I'm Sarah. I'm Shamanfra. I'm Shayna. Okay, so we were trying to come up with topics, and this might be a little, like, out of left field for, like, our normal spectrum of topics, but Encanto has ruled our lives. But deal with it. So, and we need to talk about it. Um, yeah, I I don't have an excuse. I don't have a child, but it's a very good movie. (laughs) It is. I mean, I don't think it matters. No, like, I've seen a lot of, um, uh personalities like on tiktok that like cover like marvel movies and stuff talking about encanto i feel like it is very appealing to adults for a disney movie yeah not that they're like, normally not but like especially yeah. so if that makes sense it's won a shit ton of awards already right i don't even know not it's that I getting follow. there yeah um mm-hmm. uh we don't talk about bruno's like number four on the billboard 100 which is like it pretty beat, far up there it is frozen, trashed frozen right? yeah yeah beat frozen i think it's tied with uh, Can You Feel the Love Tonight by Elton John. Oh, God damn. I forgot about that one. That's that's too How long ago for me. Are you? <laughs> I'm actually surprised. I don't know about anybody else, but I'm surprised, like, that's, like, the main go-to song. I guess it makes sense that, since it has the most going on, but, like, I guess I'm surprised that was, like, the marketed one. I don't know what it would be otherwise, but. It was that style, too, that, um. Lynn Manuel Miranda did for Hamilton. Like, yeah, maybe that's why, right? Time and cadences. Yeah, because it's really layered and really good. It's super catchy and it's an earworm, and yeah. I love it. And I think everyone's kind of on that. I feel like everybody might have a little part or something, and that's why it resonates mm-hmm. with so many people because there's a lot going on. I saw someone yeah. talking about how the fact that whole song and scene, both the music and the way it's like shot, even though it's like animation, like the camera shooting is mm-hmm. all done in the style of like um theatrical musicals in that like it's like it. like that that last scene where everyone's like walking around and like singing mm-hmm. in tandem and it makes it, sense. It, it's straight on is like straight up like a broadway like structure which makes yeah, sense I can which see I really that. appreciate it. yeah so we'll do our little review for a spoiler free for people who have not seen it yet and okay. are planning to before we get into it into its meaty meaty <laughs> center I think fantastic movie for kids because the bright colors and the magic and the music will keep them very satisfied. But it's got like a really faceted and deep story that I think is like really appealing to adult viewers. And uh, it's also not like scary or anything. So very Mm -hmm. family. Yeah. So that's the thing. There's not like a traditional villain, which makes Mm -hmm. it very kid friendly, in Mm -hmm. my opinion. There's not like a scary. Yeah. figure like out to get anybody uh-uh. in the movie really you know so i think that's obviously probably what makes it very family friendly but i don't know yeah the story is so good for me personally mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. one of my favorites there's something for everybody yeah everybody can relate to somebody in there and so many good characters mm-hmm. yeah and i think that's a huge part of why it got so huge so quickly is everybody saw a little bit of themselves and at least somebody yeah this is a I movie agree. to put on and watch with your family and stare deeply into their eyes during certain aspects because Yo. it's like great for like <laughs> it's actually happened already it's to family me. trauma the movie i'm like this is my favorite song and then just like <laughs> stare i wonder if you can guess why 
Like, do you feel do you feel my family burden yet? No. Okay, let's blast it a little louder. Uh, Spoiler. So let's, let's give our quick uh, one out of ten, so that we can move on to talking about it in all of its glory. I mean, I give this a ten out of ten. Yeah, I would say I. You know, I think I'd give it a nine out of ten because I love it. It probably. Yeah, I would say I don't know that I have a ten out of ten Disney movie, so I would say a nine out of ten is the is the most I would give anything that I've seen. So nine out of ten for me. I'm on board with the nine out of ten. I I loved it. I did. My kids love it, so I'm still watching it a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just like and don't know fine. how it could how it could improve. So I really like it. Great. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cried so here's many times. Your spoiler warning. We're going to talk about all the details, so if you want to Here it goes. go pause, go watch Encanto, and then come back. Yeah, go watch it. <laughs> we'll see you later. It'll only take a little bit of your time. <laughs> Unless you have to watch it again immediately. Or listen to the soundtrack. I watched it right before Christmas, and that was just like my whole Christmas That's funny. was like mm-hmm. those songs living in my brain. And it's then a good soundtrack. Because I liked it so much, of course, it took over my TikTok because TikTok's algorithm is like a psychic link to yeah. your brain. And it's like, you like Encanto? Let's play all of it. I can't wait <laughs> to see like the cosplay. Oh, God, yeah. Bruno looks like a super comfy cosplay. That's oh, true. it does, yeah. I want it. <laughs> oh, my God. You could do like a little, a little rat a little rat on your shoulder, too. That's my mm-hmm. favorite thing to add to a cosplay is a little creature a rat. that sits on your shoulder. <laughs> a little person. A little fella. That'd be cute, yeah. I like it. I like this. So, for people who are watching that are like, I'm not going to watch Encanto, but I'll listen to the episode, let's give a rundown about what the movie is about. A summary, a synopsis, who would like to do it? That's really hard. I can try. Um, here, Maybe I'll, I should I'll start. Try. I'll you start. You start. I'll let you know um, if you miss anything. <laughs> we'll just layer. So, <laughs> like, it's about a village in Colombia in a undetermined era what do you think sam given the context of the historical events i feel like it's more modern right so um it does give modern landmarks in colombia like those split mountains are Mm -hmm. real um Mm -hmm. so i feel like you know i heard some complaints sometimes like oh the song's too modern i'm like who's to say this isn't modern Right. Well, and like, the music and the dialogue does not have to be historically yeah. accurate to the. No, film. Yeah. and I don't movie. think it's very historical. I feel like this could have easily happened in the early aughts, like or like late nineties. Right, because like the lack of technology doesn't mean that it's no. Old, that doesn't it's mean in shit. Columbia, it's in the jungle. Yeah. It's sort of rural. It was very rural. Yeah. No, so, so as our resident Latin American expert, that's typical for like indigenous communities they might not mm-hmm. even have access to you know sewage like mm-hmm. electricity things like that is very common even in colombia you know throughout the region really so like that's not surprising so this could have happened like anytime okay. i feel like it like i took it as modern but yes that's, like fairly modern but like yeah that's the yeah. setting so it's not you know there's no tvs or phones or anything yeah. like that um it's a it's mm-hmm. like a like a in, traditional like communal living community yeah. in the jungle mm-hmm. um so basically it's about a, a a group of people a village that is escaping um violence in their community and they're on the run uh they uh the the family that's leading them is what, what will end up being the matriarch of uh, the film 
Mm. Her husband dies in the fight for them to escape, and their family is blessed with a magical candle that gives them a magical house, and all of the family members that are born get uh, miraculous powers on their fifth birthday. Uh, The house is, like, alive and is, like, the nicest house ever. (laughs) It's a cute little house. It, like, takes care of them. Um, the main character is one of the younger grandchildren in the family, um, and she, unfortunately, on her fifth birthday, did not receive magical powers like the rest of her family, and the whole movie is about her coping with the fact that she doesn't feel like she can give enough to her family because she doesn't have super special magical powers. And that's, like, the real secret, like, journey of the movie is they are all trying to please the matriarch of the family, their abuela, their grandmother, uh, because she has unresolved trauma that she is inadvertently putting pressure on her whole family to serve the village and serve the family because she has, like, this uh, problem that she has not processed the loss of her husband. And that is a super interesting because, like, that is the villain of the story. Like, the villain is generational mm-hmm. trauma, which is, like, mm-hmm. blowing my mind that it worked in a children's movie. Yeah. Yeah. For me, I, like, obviously took it a little different direction in my brain. But, like, the villain is still the same, you know? Generational like, trauma caused by yeah. the setting that's not as discussed because it is a children's movie. Yeah. The historical setting of it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, for me, I'm like, okay, so, yeah, they escape, right, this violence, and you have this community, they're living, like, together off of the land, like, they each have gifts that have to do with, like, communicating with, like, this miracle that the land has given them to protect them, which is, like, a very indigenous value. Mm -hmm. Um, So, like, they all have something that, like, has to do with it, like, you know, like, nature or like premonitions these superstitions like these folklorish ways that have to do with like all these traditions and yeah like it had a lot to do with how for me it's like the gift is that they were able to survive right like the land gave them a second chance to like inhabit these people and like you know they have that song about like you know living off the land, loving the land, which is like a great song to include in a Disney movie. It has surprises in it, mm-hmm. so it's like super mm-hmm. cool. But um, yeah, so it's like they were given the second chance, and like the like the grandmother becomes so obsessed with like not losing her home again, right? Because like they're always under this threat, like as this community, like and they had to run from it before, and like they had to reform this community that like the land gave them. She's so scared of losing her home again, and it's like, oh, we have to like be strong. We have to take care of this, and she does pass that burden on through her family, mm-hmm. but she forgets that the gift is like that they were even able to like survive in the first place, and like that, like you had that family like that's why it's like oh you are the gift you know Mm -hmm. so like that was like whoa that was crazy to me i was blown away (laughs) it was really good um like we said so many good characters too but i kind of likened it too with just like you said with her holding on to not losing their home again yeah i couldn't help but be reminded of older hoarders Oh, yeah. That tend true. to food hoard because they've lived through the Great Damn Depression. Yep. Yeah. 
And they are just terrified of being without ever again, so much so that it manifests into a full-blown mental illness. Very common, that yeah. That spreads mm-hmm. out to their entire family, children, grandchildren affected by it. And a lot of it kind of like, to me, resonated. Yes. She she just took that and took it within herself and kept that burden to herself, but then outwardly just infected everybody a little bit, just enough to make them feel so they had to perform. Well, and I to feel like this her yeah, verbal. It's an it, it's an extreme example, right? But I feel like everybody can kind of translate it. Like you're yeah, saying, absolutely. like Great Depression, hunger, like that mm-hmm. comes down through generations, like. I've had, like, grandparents that keep expired food, and they're like, oh, it's fine, and they'll feed it yeah. to you because they're like, you have to use everything you have because yep. you never know, and then, like, that passes down to their kids, and then they have, like, eating problems, and then I'm like, behavior. you know, so it's just like, even though this is an extreme example about, like, the survival of a community and, like, perhaps, like, an entire, you know, way of life, um, it's like, it can trickle down to simple shit. Like, mm-hmm. how you think about food in your house because you don't know if it was scarce or, you know, money or things like that because those pressures, like, get ingrained in you. You know, like, you mm-hmm. need to take care of the family. So, could be in any way. It's, and it's incredible the way, like, that it manifests that in this movie. Like, um, uh, Louisa, the strong one of the family who's, like, got Herculean strength and... Bless her. I love has, her, like, yeah. one of the best songs in the movie. Um, Hers uh, was my favorite, personally, though. Yeah. Same, also. Uh, she feels that she has no worth beyond her strength because she has, like, one of the most practically useful um, powers for the community. And she's always busy doing stuff. She will never say no she will never take time for herself because she feels like, you know, that she has to prove herself to her family, that her worth is her strength. And, like, I love that compared to um, the eldest grandchild, Isabella, who is supposed to be, like, the golden child, super perfect. Everything works out great for her. She makes flowers. And, like, it seems like she has a much easier time of it compared to Louisa, but she's actually pressured to follow, like, this very particular mold then mm-hmm. and never do anything. It's all about, like, never doing anything for yourself. You must always do things for the family, for the community. And and I feel like that does, like, harken back to, like, a communal way of life. Mm-hmm. Like, you're expected to, like, fill your role and, like, fulfill a greater purpose and, like, not maybe admit like that you're having a hard time and especially like if you're under a matriarch like that right yep. mm-hmm. so like well, this really subtle hard things that were pointed out to me too like when they're all sitting at breakfast after the whole after antonio's uh celebration for his gift and she's talking about mariano pr- proposing and everything and she grows a couple of flowers on her head they're all pink except for one the little white one mm-hmm. and she just abuela picks that off and just oh yeah like get rid of it yeah it's subtle shit and it's yeah. just and that's just it. You don't even think about it anymore. You're just, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So one of the big turning points in the movie is um, Mirabelle trying to find out. Um, is she trying to find out why she doesn't have powers or? She's trying to find out what's wrong with the magic. That's right. The magic she saw the cracks. the cracks. Yeah. I'm trying mm-hmm. to remember what made the cracks of it. So Yeah. So she just saw them after Antonio got his gift and then like uh, her abuela didn't believe her. So mm-hmm. she kind of just, like, went out, and then she heard that, sure. uh, yeah, that, um, 
Louisa heard that there was a problem, like, and she was feeling weak or whatever when she saw the cracks. So then she, she didn't went admit to that shit at first, though. Yeah, she Mirabel didn't. had to sit there and chisel that shit mm-hmm. out of her. So and then it took she went Mirabel to investigate. Saying that. Yeah. So exactly, Mirabel ends up finding out that her uncle Bruno, who has been like self banished, self exiled from the family, which is so crazy to me that you would let like a member of your family just leave and never yeah. and like then not discuss it. Because uh, mm-hmm. that's how they well, deal so, with Well, so, like, it. he just didn't, he just, like, pretended to disappear and yeah. only, like, what's-her-name could hear him in the walls, right? What's her right. name? Dolores. Uh, Dolores, Dolores yeah. yeah. She's so cute. Dolores. She's so She's cute. cute. I love her character yeah. design. But, <laughs> I know. Uh, so, Bruno's power is uh, uh, future visions. Kind of like, visions yeah. Glimpses like of the future. Yeah. Um, premonition. But he, it's an interesting power because... He doesn't always have super clear, contextually clear visions. Um, he just kind of sees what happens, and mm-hmm. then he tries to warn people, but they, like, blame him for the outcome. Right. You know? Exactly. Insanity. Also, can yeah. we talk about how in the in the song we don't talk about Bruno and all the villagers are yeah. talking about the bad predictions he made? The one it's lady like, says... like, my fish fucking my, died. Yeah, she says, he predicted my fish would die, and then my fish was dead, but she has yeah. the fish with her, and yeah. he's been gone yeah. for, like... 10 she's kept years it. she's kept it don't worry about it <laughs> like, my or maybe she like she just kills more fish on the side i don't know just it's a it's a hobby no my irritation from it was like the gut like bruno said i would get a gut and then what do you know he yeah, i did and he, oh, he said my hair would fall out and it did he could have noticed you were eating like shit yeah he's trying like, to hey, warn you or oh yeah your grandpa and your father are bald i guess you're probably gonna lose your hair too huh Oh, no, I'm, like, shut, no. But how much did we cry when he had his own little plate? His plate? Mm. And saw, <laughs> like, <laughs> was pretending to sit at the frickin' Mirabelle table. finds out that Bruno's been I living can't. in the walls of the house, which... With rats. For ten years, which is so extreme. And Hernando. hmm Also, he's a bit crazy, um, but he's got a little <laughs> room behind the dining room of the cow, of the, of the... The family room where the family gathers to dine, and he's got his own little plate so that he can still, still sit down and have family dinner behind the wall. That's so and pretend sad. Pretend to be with everybody. Ah. Yeah, it's fucked. And he was he like, "Yeah, uh, my gu- my gift wasn't helping the family, but I so. love my family. But I so I had to go. Oh, it's just he's so cute and so sad. He's so cute. So basically, he had a vision of Mirabelle and the house falling apart. And he didn't know what that meant, but he knew how it would but. be received. Yeah. Because, so, you know, oh, I, uh, my fish would die and I'm dead. Mm-hmm. Like, it's dead he now. He knew so. that, that they were going to treat Mirabelle horribly. And she was only five. She had just not received her gift, so everyone was already all freaked out about Can that. Can you imagine? They would have tossed her ass out on the I way. think they would have. Abel, right? Abel, Abuela would have tried to deal with it, and she would not have dealt with it well. No. She would have sent her somewhere else, like, oh, well, you're going to Well, because, like, she became nice obsessed, people. right? And, like, I do yeah. feel for her. Like, don't get me wrong. Love, Abuela. I get it. Like, she's No, at the end of the movie, scared. when you see the scene of her losing her husband. Uh, I lost oh, my God. Stuff every single time. No, I've cried, happen. like, every time. It's bad. It's The song so makes it so much worse because yes. it's such a beautiful little so song. Beautiful. And I'm. Mm. So she ends up, so what, she's, like, in her early 20s, like, I think, when that happened. Mm-hmm. She loses her yeah, husband baby. in this violence. Brand new baby. She's got triplets. She's leading mm-hmm. a community. And so she, there's this moment in the song where she's sitting in the house in, the, in their new community, and 
she looks outside and she knows that she has to be strong for her family, for these little babies, for, for the town. And she just like the sadness just leaves her face. She puts this black shawl around her shoulders and you can see she just hardens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can absolutely see it. It's the way just they animated like, that was amazing. Oh my god! Yeah, it's another thing. Like so, like if you haven't seen this movie yet, like pay attention to the female expressions in this movie are great. Yeah, like they amazing. just they will show you like just disgust and like emotions <laughs> like they never show. Uh-huh. I feel like yeah. in a typical disney princess movie or like you know them rolling their eyes at each other mm-hmm. you know and it's just like stuff it, it was great just the see. interaction between the the sisters and the cousins yeah exactly the, those are just my favorite interactions just like the faces just, of disgust or like yeah. rolling your eyes and be like oh my god you're so full of shit or, you like, know like you they, not? yeah exactly like it was so good well, in the Bruno song, too, when Isabella is like, hey, sister, I don't want to hear yeah. anything from mm-hmm. you today, okay? And it's, the, oh, man, I felt that. <laughs> I Okay, I'll yeah. shut up. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> no, just, like, true. so many little things in the movie. But, like, I will say, if I had one complaint about the movie, it, it does so much. I almost wish it was longer. I wish we spent mm-hmm. more time in some of the scenes. Like, yeah. um... Mirabelle and her eldest sister, um, Isabella, you know, have such contention between them because Isabella, mm-hmm. um, feels so much pressure because she is, like, this perfect child to always be the perfect child, and Mirabelle's mm-hmm. jealous of that because she wants to be as, as, you know, beloved by the family, but yeah. what she doesn't understand is Isabella has a lot of resentment towards Mirabelle because in not having a gift, there's no expectation for her. Mm-hmm. She's free from this pressure that all of the rest of her family is put under by their abuela. Um, mm-hmm. And it's just this, like, a grass is greener situation, and, like, they just have mm-hmm. such, like... They don't understand each other. No, yeah. they don't understand yeah. each other at all. And they have a song, which is my favorite song of the movie, where she discovers that she can make all kinds of different plant life that is not pretty... And is more real, and she's talking about wanting to be her real self, which is not always perfect. Mm-hmm. And they kind of make up over that song. And I, I love the song, and I love the like premise, but it's like one song, and they've fixed a whole lifetime a of problems. <laughs> like it did yeah. kind of, that did kind of come out of nowhere. That yeah. could have used a little bit more before the resolution. A little bit more exposition, you know. Um, There's they, a lot of exposition that happens like rapidly in the beginning. Yeah. It's a lot of story to tell, so some mm-hmm. parts are a little rushed. Well, like Bruno coming back after living in their, the walls for 10 years and being reunited with his twin sisters and his mother, and, like, he's just back and is like, hey, sorry I left. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was cute, though. He showed up. He was yeah. like, hey, she didn't do it. Yeah. It was me. Mm-hmm. I was and I love walls. that. I fucked because- it up. He spent 10 years in the walls because he yeah. was too scared to face his mother. But he loved her so much that mm-hmm. he came He out. loved the family, everybody, and Maribel so much yeah. that he came out and just said, fuck it, I did it. I think it's because, like, they <laughs> connected, right? Like, I feel like mm-hmm. he understood her, like, because even though he had a gift, like, his gift wasn't, like, useful, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. like, he wasn't being, like, He useful. was ostracized. He was, yeah, he was, like, more trouble than he was worth. So it was, like... Mm-hmm. When he saw this girl, like, oh, my God, she didn't get a gift. He's like, oh, my God. Like, they're going to treat her. Like, he knew how she would be treated. Well, so I feel like, like he went meeting. out of his way, you know. 
when they were leaving and whatever. And he's mm-hmm. like, okay, well, you know, come back and visit. She's like, when I'm done saving the miracle, I'm bringing you home. Yeah. And I lost my shit there, too. I was crying this whole movie. I was a mess. That was, I know. It was bad. It was stupid. I mean, at every point, they're like, in the beginning. Mm-hmm. They're like, girl doesn't get a gift. It's like, and then she walks Antonio there. Tears. And he needs her. Yeah. Then mm-hmm. everybody gets a family, like a family well, photo together. Tears. Yeah. She's not oh, in it. When she was left out of the family photo. That was fucked up. That killed me. Because mm-hmm. it's like, oh yeah, let's get the whole family together. Oh, let's snap it. And Mirabelle's not in it. And that's totally fine. Mm-mm. And it's like, Waiting on a Miracle was another very, very good song. No, the whole song. That one's like probably my second favorite. Oh. <laughs> well, because it's like, she's such an interesting character because like, She's so good. She's not, like, mm-hmm. she she processes her jealousy very well. It's, like, you know, she wants mm-hmm. what's best for her family. She doesn't want yeah. them to lose their gifts. She just feels yeah. so left out. It's just, mm-hmm. yeah. She's so she just wants to be accepted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, just accept her for, like, if everybody could treat her like her parents treat her, it'd probably be fine. I feel like that has a lot to do with, like, communal living, too. Like, if you don't have a specific totally. role or, like, something that you excel at, it's mm-hmm. hard for you to fit in, especially in that type of community where it's, like, everybody has, like, very specific things to, like, equally help each other out. So I think, Ooh. like, the fact that you don't get, like, a like a gift, it's, mm-hmm. like... You don't have a place. You don't, mm-hmm. you don't feel like you contribute. And, like, that's hard. Just in and general. And that perfectly perfectly clear when everybody was setting up for antonio's celebration and mm-hmm. his gift ceremony like if you you know everyone's got this, like then just go you just get out just of the go way. way just go yeah. away if you just yeah. go and sit in your room while everyone yeah. else handles their life and you can stop so bogus too that she lives in this shitty little nursery room because she doesn't yeah. so when you get your gift from the magical house you, you also get a magical nursery. room from the house yep. so when she didn't get her gift she just, she just doesn't get a room. She has to stay in the nursery. Yeah. It was fucked up, actually. It was honestly. extremely fucked up. Like, we can't even be nice about it. Like, here's a Just a give her a non-magical room. room, for God's sake. Yeah. No, she has to stay in the baby room. Forever. Literally. Like, in Antonio's ceremony or whatever was him leaving that room, too. Yeah. Like, he's missing while they're setting up for the party, and, like, his parents are like, and she's like, I got you a gift, and she knows he's hiding under the bed because she pays attention to this shit. Yeah. (laughs) And they're roommates. Well, and I feel like he also felt bad for, like, leaving her. I'm so sad, you know? That's another thing, too, the fact that he felt responsible for her. Yeah. Because of how the family was treating her. Like, kids aren't stupid. Just because they're young. Well, they, and that, like, they know. probably put the fear of God in him, too. He's like, oh, God, like... Yeah, what's gonna happen to me if I don't get one? Yeah. Which, oof, that's a whole other... That's a whole other unpacking. <laughs> uh, this is, like, totally unrelated, but it, uh, Antonio was a very late pregnancy for his mother. Yeah. If you yeah, really think about it. Because they're, like, 50, 55? Yeah. And he's five? Culturally, though, that's not totally outlandish. It's true, yeah. They'll keep having, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I guess, like, even now, like, people keep having kids later and later, right? I don't really know. How late do people have babies? That's late. (laughs) It's not for me. 
I mean, like, I biologically, mean, I think that's probably late. That's just it. It's like a safety thing yeah. at but, that point. Like, I mean, safety, but it's like, I mean, you can still have kids in your 40s. I feel like 50s, like, definitely. Well, okay, hold on. Let's let's find out. How old is she? Is she 50 or 55? This is so uh, yeah, important, but it's interesting I want to say 50. Is What's her name? Peppa? Triplets. Peppas? Peppa. Peppa. Tia Peppa, how the fuck old are you, Tia Peppa? How old is well, Peppa? Well, Tia Peppa looks the youngest out of all of them. It's like, well, no, she's, Bruno and then she's Peppa 50, and then So she was 45. That's a little better than 50. So yeah, she had, so 40 so And that's, that's not Atlanta. That's doable. Late. That's doable. Yeah. It's a no, little... I mean, like, after 30, your eggs, like, go to shit, right? Is that what it yeah. is? Yeah. Or so we're all told. Yes. Yeah. Uh, a geriatric peg- pregnancy. Which is it's like after 30, hilarious. right? <laughs> it's when you're 35 or older. Oh, 35. Okay. I feel like they increased Geriatric? That. Is geriatric that pregnancy. Dude, I thought it was 30. I thought it was yeah. 30 for geriatric. Most healthy women lying. who get pregnant after age 35 and even into their 40s can have healthy babies. But yes, mm-hmm. that is that is pushing 45. Well, and then that also increases the risk of like mental so retardation. So pregnancy after age right? 45 is infrequent and the mother and baby should be considered as high risk. But they're 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 fucking magical, so I'm sure it's fine. So it's fine. The casino they have magical eggs. Like, has like an emergency. They have magical so. eggs. Yeah. Um but no, I mean yeah. I mean, I, f- I thought it was after 30. Like, I was like, if I get pregnant now, I thought I would be high risk. Like, it's one of those things that is like, you know, it just didn't work for the movie. He needed to be five. They needed them to be like all the same age because they were triplets. It just had to work for the storyline. I, I didn't realize they even had like specific ages because they could have made them whatever the fuck they wanted, right? Like, I knew how old they were only because the whole Abuela speech, a- right? Abuela. She's like 50 years ago. Well, that and that oh, they yeah. are five, and I want. So I looked up their ages because I wanted to know who was the eldest grandchild. I thought it was mm-hmm. Louisa, given her song, but it's Isabella. She's the eldest grandchild. She was the okay. firstborn in the family. Uh, Louisa's the middle mm-hmm. child on that side of the family. Camillo gotcha. is Camilla. Camillo, the shapeshifter boy, he is mm-hmm. the same age as Maribel. Dolores is the same age as Louisa. Okay. Dolores would has the most stressful power ever. I don't like it. Shut up. I don't appreciate what you told me about it. <laughs> I, told I don't Shana. I don't appreciate that I idea. That was Shana. terrible. She heard the conception <sighs> of every child in that village. That's true. I don't like <laughs> it. Ruined so much. I mean For she me hears everything. Moment. That's awful. Uh, I would hate Why didn't that. tell anybody that she hears Bruno like talking to rats all she day? She didn't want to get him <laughs> fucking in trouble because Abuela's crazy. She doesn't want to be. Dude, how much shit does she know? And she's just like, I can't. And like, she just goes crazy. Like, well, because you know she can hear this. shit in the village. Cause, yeah, like, about everybody. Like, so we got a date, and she's like, Yeah, he's coming tonight. He wants five babies, and it's like, oh, man. you know, she said that like, on purpose because she knew it would stress Isabella out. She's so like yeah. petty that way, <laughs> dude. But what I if he? What if it. he was like? talking about banging like the sister like after they got married and she's like oh no he's too romantic it's fine oh, he's I a good care. boy he reads poetry no. to his mother or some shit i don't I like that that's really fucking weird i'm just gonna yeah. throw that out there that makes me uncomfortable <laughs> guys that's seen- that's a <laughs> red flag alert have you guys seen the way he's walking in the song where he's walking up to the house and we don't talk about bruno mm-hmm. go back yeah, and play like that dancing screen. He's walking up, and he's got his mom and Abuela on either side of him, and his legs are like, 
Fuck. Like, it's like, if you go back and watch it, it's hilarious. That it's was very in- theatrical. Yeah. It was too intense for my camera because you went away. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I guess, like, your dance is too much for, for my little well, finger dance. It says, it says your fingers. video has been disabled. <laughs> <laughs> it's too hot. <laughs> because it is oh too much God. for me oh, to handle. Jesus. I couldn't. People I said couldn't that Mariano it. looks like Markiplier, and I can't unsee it. <laughs> oh, don't I guess that's kind of, actually, that's kind of true. Me. That's actually kind of true. <laughs> yeah. Girl, is that, I think I, I like actually this. see it. Oh, yeah. man. Sheena, is she gone for you? No. Dude, there's something wrong with me <laughs> on this end. Um, I don't talk about Sa- Samantha. <laughs> I don't see Sarah anymore. I'm gone. We don't You're talk fucking about Sarah. Gone. Yeah, now she's invisible for yeah. me. My magical powers, I'm invisible. Yeah, I don't see you anymore, uh, so I'm just going to pretend you're there. We don't um, talk about Sarah. <laughs> no, no. She's not on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, any parting thoughts about Encanto? Go watch it, it. Go cry. Yeah. Go feel absolutely like shit about yourself because everybody feels like shit about themselves in some way in that movie. That's my thing is I appreciate how it ended but I wish there were more apologies but it's like it was like the resolution with each sister and it was like the resolution with Bruno it was all done in a song mm-hmm. so it feels like it's not enough because it's kind just needed, like thrown. some epilogue scenes of like how they're yeah. adjusting to a healthier life um, so I'm a Disney fanatic and I'm in a couple of Disney uh, Facebook groups and the big thing there is how cool would it be to have, like, a little collection of shorts just based on each character and, mm-hmm. like, kind of see them through their daily and mm-hmm. all that. And I was like, that is a wonderful idea. And I hope they jump on that because I would love to see more of Louise's day-to-day. <laughs> Living, like, healthier lifestyles. And, yeah. Yeah. Post-New Casita. I guess we should also say that, uh, so in up. the end, Mirabelle gets her door, which is the front door to the house, still does not get magical powers, which I thought was kind of... She should have gotten some magical powers. But I mean, in a way, she kind of inherited inherited the matriarchy. That's Willa didn't have powers either. Saw, yeah. You know, like Casita. That's true. To her that's true. More than anybody She's going to be the new matriarch of the house after yeah. Willa's passing. And she kind of like reminded them of like what the entire purpose was. Right. Mm-hmm. So she's the heart you know, of of the magical family. Very yeah. much. So. And I feel like you know that was supposed to be. I agree. But I like I saw so many funny memes that were like, "Are you kidding me? Like, did you see Abuela apologize and admitted she was the problem? Like that <laughs> would never happen. <laughs> that was like that yeah. is a miracle in mm-hmm. itself. The yeah. fact that the Matrix admits that she creates toxicity in the family dynamic. Well, and it's a lot more." common than I realized. I'm from a very, very small mm-hmm. family. There are at most family like holidays, the max number was like six or seven and that's like with a family friend maybe. That's all my but family my, too. One of my, uh, I have a group of girls I grew up with called, my, I call them my sisters because we were, we were always at each other's houses just being nonsensical and one of my sisters, she came from a larger family. She was the oldest 
She was babysitting her siblings. She was given responsibility way before we were. And I remember watching this movie today, most recently. I'm like, oh. Yeah, it's like a bunch of extra shit. Oh, my heart. I was like, I didn't even realize. Like, I was a kid. She was a kid. And it was just like, oh, God, the dynamic is so insane. Yeah. But I, I saw little characteristics from Isabella and Louisa for my friend. And I was just like, oh, man, that's not, it's not close to home. That hits not for me personally, but. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. crazy. You never know. Everybody can relate just a little bit. Mm-hmm. No, super good movie. Watch it. If Recommend. You, if you come from a traumatic hits. family, maybe a box of Kleenex. Maybe have a friend for support. It's true. Or if you sister. have a family member that you want to start a constructive dialogue yeah, with. Yeah, just, like, stare them deeply <laughs> in the eyes. Stare into their eyeballs. And if you have some trauma, movie. just make sure to sit <laughs> someone down on the couch and just look at them when your song mm-hmm. comes up, and you'll be fine. Yeah. Maybe just... resolve some issues. <laughs> I think good, my mom perfect. asked my sister after I showed her the uh, Louisa song. Like, when <laughs> I don't she know. was here, she, she asked my sister, she's like, is it my fault Sam is the way she is? Oh, yes. <laughs> yes, it is. And my sister's like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Glad you picked uh, up on that. Absolutely. Glad. So it, it worked for me, is what I'm saying. Um, so try it out at home. Good luck to all of you. We're rooting for you. Uh, all right. Thanks for dropping in, listening to us talk about the stuff we love. Um our intro was our intro was provided by the Magical Noodle, and you can find their band on Instagram at Arcade Mode MKE or on Facebook as Arcade Mode Band. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. All is chaotic neutral. Uh, follow us for updates on upcoming episodes. I always post when I've got a new episode up. I did make a post recently. I've changed uh, the day I post because it was not working for my schedule and I'm just being silly Sorry, about it. it happens. It's gonna be Monday Sorry, mornings. Guys. Monday mornings. Something to make Monday not terrible. Yeah, Monday. I think Mondays at 7am is what I'm gonna aim for to be more consistent. That gives me the weekend to edit. That makes way more sense. I don't know why I wasn't doing it this way before. So that's the new <laughs> plan. <laughs> um, so we will see you in a couple weeks. Bye. 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 Bye.